appreciate both of you joining us here on the next year Wellbridge senior living conversation um, and obviously a wonderful homey feel as well with the fireplace uh, in the background but here to talk about a variety of topics and one of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize when it comes to you know nursing facilities assisted living um, you know some of the things that you guys do on a daily basis is how important diet is how important meals are in creating an experience and I guess we'll start with you Megan but how important is that? And I guess what is the the most important thing I suppose that you see and do on a daily basis in trying to create this overall experience for residents? Well, I think the big piece is you know few, food is the fuel for recovery. You know, I think that's one of the most important pieces from our aspect of things. You know, our job is to you know feed our residents and guests. Our goal is to you know serve good food out of a nice clean kitchen. Um, well, I think one of the things when it comes to our food that we might be a little bit different than others, we are very liberalized with our diets. So we do diet by consistency. And the therapeutic aspect of any type of diet is individualized per resident. So we have our registered dietitians that go in and do interviews with our residents and guests and find out what their goals are. So if they need something um, therapeutic in regards to cardiac or diabetic or renal um, restrictions, then it's individualized for each each person. Um, we don't believe in like the cookie cutter diet, you know, so it's not one, one diet fits all, you know, renal um, patients, residents, guests, they can, you know, some can have potatoes, oranges and tomatoes, you know, it all depends on what their labs, um, their lab work says. So it's real, all of that coordination between the dialysis center dietitian and our dietitians in our facilities to more or less figure out what's best for our residents. Yeah, for whatever reason, it seems like, um, you know, at assisted living communities, there's almost this connotation or connection where it's, here's your tray of food, almost like next to a hospital bed. It's the same thing for everyone. You know, you get your pudding, you get your fruit cup, you know, whatever it might be. And obviously that's just not the case here. And I want to make sure that we emphasize that. So I guess, and Rochelle, will go to you. How tightly intertwined are, are the conversations where what you're offering and trying to get across to you and vice versa, I guess, what are those conversations like to try and individualize meals for, for all the residents? We have lots of options as far as individualizing, depending on the diet and what the resident's looking for. And that's what really drew me to Wellbridge and NextCare is that um, it's meeting the patient where they are at and what they're willing to do. Because if they're not willing to do it at home, they're just gonna end up right back in the hospital and come right back to us. And that's not our goal. We want you to be at home where you're comfortable and we want you to be successful. So when I meet with a resident, I'll ask them, do you want sugar-free condiments if you're a diabetic? Some of them don't believe in that. And that's a nice thing to say, that's fine. We have enhanced waters that are all natural, just lower sugar options. We um, do portion controls where everything on a regular diet is already kind of a diabetic friendly portion, which really is just a healthy diet. Um, so talking with the kitchen, I can tell them, yes, sugar-free condiments, no, um, no dessert, we'd rather do a fresh fruit cup, or we'd rather do an enhanced water instead of a juice. So those are just some of the ways we can kind of speak on a one-to-one -one basis with the kitchen, where it's simple for the staff to understand, I'm switching out a regular syrup for a sugar-free. They don't have to think about what is a diabetic condiment and what does that mean? And I guess what level of excitement do you see with 
residents, with residents' families, you know, when you can talk to them about literally a customized diet, a customized meal um, for them, for their health, for their needs, whatever it may be. I got to believe that's a huge talking point, a huge point of emphasis for all of you, you know, being able to offer that every single day. Absolutely. I There's no more joy I have than when I see a resident that says, oh, you're the dietitian. You're going to put me on this nasty, bland diet that I don't like. And I get to say, you know what? I'm not that person today. I am the person that's going to say, what are you willing to do? If you're not willing to do it, let's try a different avenue. And maybe I can have one small change, but that change leads to a lifetime of difference. That's what it brings joy to them. It makes them trust me. And then we can start that working relationship. What is the process like when you get a new resident comes in? Is there a sheet, an application, a questionnaire almost trying to figure out exactly all of the needs and what might be the fuel to get them back and moving and going and recovering? Is that is that kind of the genesis of how it begins? Yeah, I say every resident or guest coming into the building, we do a nutrition assessment on. So with that assessment, we're kind of assessing all of their needs, you know, looking at diagnosis, looking like looking at medications, their ability to chew, swallow, things of that sort. The big piece of importance does have to do with that diet. And the thing is, um, I think one of the most important things, there's no bad food. And I've always said that I'm a registered dietitian myself and I design, help design the menus. Um, there's no bad food, anything in moderation is fine. And I think that's one of the things that we really try to push, you know, for our residents and guests, it's okay, you know, if you want a piece of dessert here or there. Um, when the menu is figured out, like had, how Rochelle had talked about is like, it's more consistent in carbohydrate across for our breakfast, our lunch and dinner. And with that design, even if they weren't per se following or what they feel is a, a diabetic diet, their blood sugars are gonna be better controlled because it's already set up to be more consistent. Um, and then portion control, what Rochelle talked about too is in the old um, diabetic portion sizes, things of that sorts, we stick to that because that's how we kind of keep that um, carbohydrate control throughout. And even for our desserts, then it's, you know, it's one and a half serving of what a normal fresh fruit cup would be. So, and that's one of our ways to, you know, that liberalization, utilizing fresh food, you know, uh, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, um, as much fresh proteins, things of that sorts, as much homemade foods. It makes our overall um, menu, our regular diet more healthy for the residents. So even if they're not, you know what I mean? Um, avoiding salt or sugar or however, you know, they want to say that they are getting a healthier diet. Um, but like I said, like I always say is they no, there's no bad food. Anything in moderation is fine. Um, so we do have, you know, burgers on our menus, things of that sorts. And we have a wide variety of items through our always available menu as well, too. So if people want those healthier um, choices. We have salads, we have, you know, grilled chicken, we have baked um, fish, different things of that fresh fruits, you know, pretty much you, and especially for breakfast, you can pretty much design, you know what I mean? Anything that you want. It seems like, and even just having a conversation with, with you two, there's a lot of education, educating really that goes on with the residents. How receptive are they to hearing about, you know, why you're eating this, why you can't have that, why you need moderation? And I guess, how exciting is it if you hear two weeks down the line, a month down the line, hey, I am feeling better. You know, this is working. You know, I'm assuming that conversation happens from time to time. 
Every now and then, yes, I would definitely say is that um, you have people that don't have the same um, thought or thought value in regards. And I would say the diabetic resident or guest, um, old school ones, is what I'd say was where they used to be very controlled, um, you know, not understanding the carbohydrate content of food, where they think that they need to have sugar-free uh, ice cream and sugar-free pie, where it that really doesn't make a difference when you're looking at the total carbohydrate amount, you know, of the food item. So it is a lot of education with our residents and guests. But it's if if they don't want to follow what we're doing, there are a lot of other options as well. Um, you know, and then we like I said we have people that should probably you know be following certain things. But you know, my how like how what Rochelle said too is that if they weren't making those decisions at home, they might not want to make them here. People do have a right to make poor decisions. Um, so you know it, but it's our job to do that education to try to you know educate them of the importance and the prevention of possible, you know, side effects further in life or of what might happen in regards to say blood sugar control, that diabetes is always a big one with that blood sugar control and how important that is with the healing process, mm -hmm. you know? So there is a lot of education and our, you know, dietitians do it every single day. We not only educate other, our residents, we educate our staff because everyone doesn't know about nutrition. We're the nutrition experts, you know, um, but also our staff in the kitchen, you know, so people come with their own thoughts on what should be, you know. Well, and I got to believe, uh, you know, chefs, people who are in, you know, culinary and cooking food every single day probably want it to taste as good as humanly possible. So Absolutely. when you're going, nope, can't have that. We're taking that out. Nope, we're not going to do yep. that. How do you communicate, I guess, to, to get them get it across to them how important it is to, well, to follow these? And that's a and that's a that's a good question because um, a lot of times you don't have to take a lot out. You know, if people really understand, you know, cooking and the cooking process, you do need salt for certain things. You know, so we don't we do use salt in um, the cooking process for the items that need it, but with having you know, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, you know, fresh um, meats and things of that sorts and not pre-made food items, your overall sodium content of that meal is gonna be a lot less than what it would be, you know, from probably a lot of other companies. Um, so, you know, we're able to do that. There is, sh sugar and salt have their need when it comes to cooking. You know, it's like I'm a dietitian, but I always say as a foodie first, you know, it's I I understand the importance of food. I, I like to eat. And the thing is, we need our residents and guests to eat. You know, they said, you know, talking about recovery, it's they need that energy to be able to um, work with our therapy to, you know, if their goal is to discharge home, you know, they need to eat to be able to energy to be able to have that energy. You know what I mean? To reach whatever goals, whether it's healing, you know, for pressure ulcers, it's getting stronger, preventions of prevention of falls. You know, one of the things is like when we talk about, I could talk about menu development um, for a long time because I think there's a lot of people that really don't understand everything that goes into it. We're a company that, you know, our owners, they know the importance of food. They know that food is a satisfier, you know, and one of the nice things with that is 
you know, our protein content of our diet is higher because with the population that that we serve, you know, there's big risk for falls. So we provide more protein with those meals, which will help prevent sarcopenia or that, you know, that muscle loss as people age. So there's a lot of things that we kind of do behind the scenes that people don't really, you know, know about. But, you know, like I said, it's all, there, it, there's a lot of important things that go into that menu. I guess, um, obviously, tremendous to just even learn myself uh, a little bit more about what goes into this process. But I want to talk about you both uh, a little bit as well. And I guess we can start with you, um, Rochelle. I guess, what, what is your story, your journey, um, and, and why, you know, is, is Wellbridge, NextCare Wellbridge Senior Living, why was this the ultimate destination for you? And, and I guess what keeps you here and motivated and wanting to continue to be a part of, of, of this culture? So I started in long-term care and uh, never thought I'd get into it, to be honest with you. I was going to be in pediatrics. I love children, um, but soon learned that that wasn't my calling. And I was in long-term care, um, worked for another company, and came for an interview at Wellbridge of Brighton, and I fell in love with just the philosophy. I loved that there wasn't cookie cutter diets. I love that I wasn't forced to put patients on certain diets. I had a lot of freedom to work with them as an individual, meet them where they were. Um, I loved that I got to be a part of the kitchen. I got to educate the staff. Um, I was gonna go to Central to be a teacher and learned that I didn't like teaching boring subjects, but I love teaching about food and nutrition and health. And so I get to teach the staff about food safety. Um, I get to teach the residents about healthy diets and how they can really change their life with food as a part of their medicine. Um, and Wellbridge offered that. Wellbridge offered me to, um, respect the residents with their rights, offer the education, be in the kitchen, um, get to feel like I actually get to teach what I enjoy. And, and I guess for you, Megan, I know talking before we even started recording, you you found Rochelle, or you like to you know say there's a good story there, but yeah. I guess how what was the genesis of that and bringing her on and why, I guess, is this such a good dynamic and working relationship, obviously? Okay, well, um, over the last six years, we've transi transitioned 18 um, food service departments, uh, opened up three. We have 26 buildings altogether. Um, and then transi transitioned 17 registered dietitians to be our own staff. So we had a lot of contracted services prior. That was really one of the main focuses of my job coming in. So. Um, one of the things, Rochelle was the dietitian for the contract company that we had at Wellbridge of Brighton. And when I met her, like I always knew that she, she, she had that certain spark, you know what I mean? It's like she had good eye for detail, wonderful with the residents, wonderful with the staff, you know, and, and, and um, I always thought in the back of my head, you know, as, as we were transitioning some of these buildings that she was on my list that, you know, if I could get her, I wanted to. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of, kind of kept in touch a little bit, you know, but then when that opportunity arose, we initially hired her for, um, to be a float dietitian actually. 
and soon realized that it was pretty much impossible for one person to help cover 26, <laughs> 26 uh, positions when people were on vacation and things of that sort. So um, she more or less transitioned to, into a culinary specialist position where I have two. Rochelle is one, she's a registered dietitian by trade and we have another one, Mary. Um, Zudek. Zydek. Oh, she <laughs> brand new, married, uh, new name. And she is a, a, she, her background is food service. So um, I just think it's like one of the nice things is that the opportunity that we have had as a company is with all of those transitions um, in-house, it gave a lot of our staff opportunity for growth. You know, so we do have a lot. Mary, for instance, was um, a bistro manager at one of our uh, Wellbridge buildings, and she moved herself up into a um, culinary service director and then a senior director over two buildings, and now she is part of you know, our team. So um, we have multiple, I said Rochelle's kind of moved to, we have a lot of, we, we do a lot in regards to say, registered dietitians or dietitians going through the coordinated programs um, or doing their internship. We do open our doors and do a lot of that uh, preceptor training for them. And from having that, we have some of those dietitians are now our, our employees, which is always pretty neat, you know what I mean, to have. But you know, we, the thing is, is that if, if people want to learn, then there's opportunity. You know, so and I think that's the the biggest key is that even if they don't have any experience at all, but they the will or the want, you know what I mean. I think that piece is huge. You know, it's like come in, we can we can teach you. You know, it's like there's a lot of people that have never. Um, we've had food service directors that didn't have a whole lot of cooking experience, and now can do, you know, a beautiful job. You know, it's like the thing is, is that that continued learning, that continued growth. And that's one of those things is that we really try to encourage because there are opportunities. You know, we are a growing company. There's, you know, it's not even just in, you know, the culin our culinary area. Um, there's opportunities well, that seems throughout. seems to be a common thread I mean, with whomever, you know, from whatever department, you know, that we've talked to. Um, is that there's opportunity for growth. There's room to come in. This isn't just going to be you're okay. You're doing this, and it's a dead end position. You're going nowhere. Right. There truly is. If you have an interest or a passion for this, we'd love to educate yeah. you and show you what you could potentially do. Just like this other door, you know, over here, yeah. mm -hmm. it's the same way. Clearly, in in culinary as well. I guess if for the ideal candidate or for somebody out there who's thinking about applying or wanting to be a part of this. What is enticing about joining, you know, your team and and coming into Nextcare Wellbridge? Well, do you want to? Well, I was just going to say for me, it was an opportunity to take something that I had perfected on a building level, and now I get to expand. Duplicate. And, <laughs> yeah, and replicate. I get to teach dietitians now. I get to teach other food service managers. So I took that love that I had at one, and now look at how many hundreds or thousands of people I'm helping. Um, it just it's exponential. And so I think having people on our team that are willing to learn and take on more, um, there's huge opportunity. We try to do like sister facilities where two managers kind of co-manage and co-help each other. So that way they're getting to see different teams, different uh, situations, and they can build their skills a little bit higher and a little bit higher. I have dietitians that 
help us with um, when there might be an opening or an intern and they kind of take on another facility temporarily and really get to say, oh, well, this is a different system or this is a different staff and how they work together and it poses its own challenges. So they get to kind of hone their skills even even greater. Um, so that's what I've loved about kind of working my way through the company too, is that that opportunity rose for me to say, I want to teach, I want to teach more, I want to expand. And now I have dietitians that are my babies where yeah. they're teaching dietitians and they're teaching interns. So just seeing that almost generational education and it's it's been awesome. Uh, on a daily basis, and I'm, you're going to get the same question as well, so start thinking about it. But w- what is, on a daily basis, I'm not giving you time to prepare, what is the, the singular most satisfying part of being a part of this company, doing the, the job that you do? Is there a singular thing or, or a couple of things that you can point to that every single day I, I go home, I drive home after, and I just think, wow, this is amazing? Um, there's a few. I would say one is a clean plate, going into a resident's room and seeing that food gone and having them say, that was amazing. I literally had a resident yesterday that was like, this is some of the best food I've ever had. And um, my daughter watches Epic Eats, which is our forum to kind of look at our meals. And she's like, I can't believe you guys make that kind of food. And why can't you make that at home? And I'm like, I'm not a chef, but you know, it makes me proud. It makes me proud. I have dietitians that are like, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for you and Megan. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the owners who believe in us and are, it's more of a company that's built on, we want to teach you so that you can teach others versus you did it wrong, you're out the door. You know, it's, it's embracing, it's welcoming, and it's all about uplifting everybody. And when your staff are uplifted, you can uplift your residents. So I, I like that part of our company. And I guess for you, Megan, same, same question. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, it's seeing those smiles on those faces, you know what I mean? And that's the thing that I think that makes, when I think about all this, this has been a tough couple of years, you know, it's it's always been, you know, for our residents and guests because that's what we're here for. We can be in those seats someday, you know, or in those beds. And I, I think that's why I have such a passion for what I do. It's It's for them. You know, I think about my own parents and grandparents and things of that sorts, and some have been in, um, you know, long-term care uh, facilities. But I wish that when they did have that experience, it would be what we can provide, you know, to them now. But I, it's not even just for our residents because that's a big piece, but it's also for our staff. You know, it's like it, they're we're a big family. You know, it's like I care for each and every one of them. Is um, we do have a very strong group of um, executive chefs, food service directors, dietitians, you know, people, staff, plain plain and simple staff. And, um, you know, like when they come to you with questions or concerns or things of that sort, just knowing that you're able to help them, mm-hmm. you know, we want them all to be successful. And I think that's the biggest thing. And one of the biggest challenges is not being able to be boots on the ground at every, you know, every building. But, um, you know, just being that resource myself, too, is I've always I, I like to teach and especially if it's something that, you know, that I enjoy. I do enjoy nutrition. I really enjoy cooking and baking. Um, but it's you know, it's it's really it's for those, you know, our residents and guests. 
So if somebody is is thinking about joining, you know, your team, your staff, wanting to learn, wanting to, to educate themselves in this area, are there open positions? What what I guess is the process uh, of that right now? Yeah, I I would say we're not going to turn about turn down any application for anything. You know, whether that's a manager, you know, a dietitian, people transition, they move on, they do we reconfigure things. You know what I mean? As a company. Um, as we go, we are in the process of, we had to shut down our bistros um, for when, with the initiation of, or the start of the pandemic. So we are in the process of getting those back open. So we'll be looking for baristas and bistro staff. Um, there are, we do have some cook and aid positions available at multiple buildings. Um, but really it's even if there's not an ad out, it's, it's applying. And, you know, just having, I don't think anybody would ever turn down an interview. You know, and really uh, the big piece of it is is that want, that willingness and that wanting to learn. You know, if that is what you're looking for, you know, somewhere where you can, you know, kind of grow, learn, it's it's a great place, you know, for you to work. Excellent. Well, appreciate you both, uh, you know, joining us here and obviously a, a ton of education and learned a lot. And honestly, it is very cool to see what you're doing at, at all of these different uh, communities. So appreciate you joining us here on the next Care Wellbridge Senior Living Conversation. Thanks. Thanks.